You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Well, hello, everyone. My name is Rakari Austin, and I'm one of the hosts of GCX 2022. Now, we want you to join us at Rosen Shingle Creek in Orlando, Florida, as we come together for another unforgettable GCX. Tickets are going fast, and look, we want to see you, so visit gcxevent.com slash tickets to book now. coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up at kingscoastcoffee.com good morning that's a nice mug you have there clintus indeed i have i happen to have the same exact mug (laughs) Welcome to episode 34 of the Old Fashioned Podcast. Sorry, we were hanging out because uh, I was finishing up the final episode of Love, Death, and Robots uh, Season 3, which we'll get into in a few. But uh, Mike, Clintus, how are you? Better. Good. Clintus? <laughs> Fantastic. Good. Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I will see both of you in like two weeks, which is really I cool. Can't wait. Anyway, I can't. when do you get in, Clintus? Uh, I fly in on the 9th. That's Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday. Okay. Yep. So, if I don't go see Newfound Glory, like I'm trying to that night, <laughs> ooh, dude, it's so funny you bring that. I <clears throat> Newfound Glory is one of my top bands to see live. They hell yeah, never let down, never let down. Every never. time I see them live, they're amazing. Yeah. No, I love Newfound Glory. Uh, but they're <clears> playing <throat> Disney Springs that Thursday night. That's incredible. Nice. That's a must go. My buddy just saw uh, Nine Inch Nails last weekend. Mm-hmm. Last weekend? No. Yes. Couple, whatever. Recently. And uh, they had some like techno rock opener. I don't even, I, I have to get the name for you because it is some of the most hilarious. You look at this and you're like, I, how does Trent pick these guys to open for them it, no lie one of their songs is called like doritos fritos and and the guy enters he's yeah. on stage with a wizard hat yeah opening for nine inch Nails. i like him interesting. A, interesting. a wizard hat i'm into it, it all, probably plays all it is doritos fritos doritos fritos doritos free with techno in the background we would hear so many times back in the day with friends bands there was always one guy in the band who played like world of warcraft and the band would have like a data plan, whether they some bands had the the Verizon like router in their van or stuff like that. And they'd have a collective data plan or maybe the band had one plan with everybody's phone. And they shared, you know, back in the day, it was sharing minutes and all that stuff. There was always one guy and they would always get mad at the one guy because he'd use so much data on the road playing World of Warcraft, whether they were driving. And then the funniest was we were at we were I forget where we were, but the guitarist of the band was like dude, we need to wrap the setup. I have to rate at 10 o'clock. So I got to go back <laughs> to the hotel, like broken down. Legendary. Back at the, and they're like, make your way back to the hotel on your own then. Cause like, we're going to be here. He's like, that's fine. I just, we need to be done and, and, and loaded out by, by 10 o'clock. It was hilarious. Um, yeah. So that's the, the good old days. 
Um, oh, that's awesome. But uh, uh, Clintus, you're which? What, what are you drinking over there this morning? Uh, this is Aztec. Ooh, the Aztec. Yep. Smooth. I keep going back and forth between between darkness and Aztec, and then every once in a while I'll do like uh, I got Lupo's murder free roast. You should be waiting for my your, darkness uh, cans. Waiting for my nitro cold brew. Should be getting them soon. Uh, I believe Abby and Wayne are shipping them out today. Got the email that it's been shipped, so just it's making its way across the country. There you go. But yeah, all the that's way cold from brew. Long Island, Long Island, New York. Um, yeah, that was uh, that was a fun launch. It sold out in sixty-one minutes. The it first sold time. out oh. while we were live. What we were recording? Yep. We were like, then, you were doing updates as as it was going on. You're like, we're at fifty percent, and we had two hundred more than we had in the previous run so that was mm -hmm. fun and then they they were able to yield a, a little bit more from that so another batch another i think it was 350 cans or something like that mm -hmm. or uh, 350 packs so um i believe that hasn't sold out that second part though so if you hear this you should be able to grab it i'm checking the website so i'm not talking out of my ass and then and then i saw a, a little sneak peek uh, i believe it was on instagram that they can some special gcx uh maybe like a gcx gcx roast because i saw the cans kind of labeled gcx <clears throat> so it comes it's gone cold i brew. lied um, <laughs> uh yeah gcx is getting its own cold brew that you will only be able to get at gcx this year Hell yeah. um so people are, are already excited about that we had one person message um gcx account saying that i wasn't gonna go but i have to go now to stock up on cold brew apparently they live in like somewhere in florida like two or three hours away <laughs> So they're literally buying a ticket. I'm, I'm almost like, do you want me to comp your ticket just so you can get the coffee? Or... <laughs> um, they're buying a ticket so they can go and buy like five packs of cold brew. I was like, all right, that works. Coffee is life when coffee yeah, is life. It's crazy. So yeah, the GCX one, and then there'll be a new, uh, another run on cold brew. Wayne is saying he wants to do it every four weeks now that they kind of have the system dialed in. So there should be one in June um, uh, uh, to look out for. Kingscoastcoffee.com. Make sure you're on that mailing list. That's where everyone gets all their information from. So head over to kingscoastcoffee.com and uh, get signed up and scored away. And GCX is just around the corner. We we're just talking about hanging out at GCX. Mike will be there working with me, though. Clint so will be the, the free spirit to hang and Hey, and network and you know go buy clintus a drink um but, float around buy yeah, kevin a yeah, drink too so, just, uh, just bring it we to actually him. have drinks on the floor for the first time this year Ooh, and buy, yeah. buy, buy kevin a drink too just make sure it's handed to a staff member to give to him because otherwise you'll get angry event kevin mm, don't buy i plan drink. on roofing I kevin i won't so. i was gonna say i won't trust where the drink comes from i <laughs> plan on roofing kevin so we're all good yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go get my drinks before star wars and scotch and just get get uh you know my little my little buzz on before that uh that panel starts they make good my ties uh, yes that's what we had last time I, no it was screwdriver no screwdrivers was the jam and then i think i had my i don't remember you had my oh, ties, had yeah, my for, ties the, for the podcast yeah you, it was screwdrivers but then you had a my tie you and pete I, I caught you and pete at the bar outside that sounds about right I remember the, the midday, the midday my margaritas. Time. And think my about time. it, Clintus. We're on the other side. We're on, so if you go to the rotunda and you make a left, we're in that <clears> side, <throat> which means the pool bar is like just a straight shot back and forth, ten times closer. I like the strategy. I like the strategy. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, 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 I'm excited. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna relax and have some drinks. Uh, you know, and I'm not gonna want to go up to my room because like my in-laws are staying in the room with me <laughs> so they can watch the kids. So. That back office that I, I'll be hidden away in is where all my booze will be. So. There you go. Should be fun. And then, you know, our traditional uh, 
champagne and shot at the end of the event. And then we start working on 2023. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. So, dcxevent.com slash tickets. Um, a bunch of the creators were announced that will be there that you will be able to meet, whether on the floor, meet and greet, uh, or conducting their own uh, meet and greet. Uh, we have a little designated area where people can do impromptu ones if they'd like, uh, just all through the app. So make sure you download the app when it's available. Um, and then... Um, yeah, lots of booths. We actually just uh, signed on one booth today, of uh, uh, which we weren't we weren't going to do, but it was too good to pass up. Uh, and they're going to be displaying three games for people to try, which I'm excited about. So, right on. Uh, yeah, like I keep saying, we have more vendors. We just don't have that humongous like bungee booth smack right. dab in the middle of the floor. The so, it might, yeah, it might look a little bit smaller, but there's actually more to do this year than there's ever been, which is kind of crazy. That's um, awesome. Yeah, no, it should be should be a, a damn good time. Uh, we won't jump too much into it because we have another show and rare job for that. But today starts Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> so the next slew of movies, TV shows, animated, live action, books, comics, everything is is coming out the next few days. Most of it will be announced today. Um, by the time you hear this, it will have been announced already, uh, which is exciting. Uh, cause I get really excited about, um, new star Wars stuff. Uh, and they, they uh, also games, um, I'm, I'm assuming Jedi fallen order two is going to get announced. That's um, a no brainer, right? I would assume so since it's, the title no has already leaked. The fact that you'll be able to play more than just Cal Kestis has already leaked. And, um, there's a few other little bit of leaks about it that I'm hoping to see more from Knights of the Old Republic remake, uh, on that. <clears throat> Every time these drops come out, it makes me want to redownload battlefront Two. yeah just, just, just I mean, mod that, it that game it's just good for like a party night that's that's, that's exactly thing. that's that's the thing that holds me back it makes me want to jump in and then i do it so the first couple of times i fell prey to it i would download it play it which is a great game but it's just like eh, yeah i'm gonna make room for something else yeah you want it to I, be like go ahead Clintus. Uh, no, oh no no keep, keep keep going keep going I'll, I'll, i was gonna say I'll if you it. want it to be like your game you have to like grind it and playing that game solo can be like pulling teeth at times yeah yeah, I've been, uh, you know, kind of the last few weeks in, you know, really your guys' fault with the whole MMO stuff. I've been, I've been just going through like a rotation. I still, Tarkov is still my main game. I still play mostly Tarkov, but like every few days or like every other week, I'll start dabbling with games and I'll start like, you know, reinstalling this or uh, trying that out, that sort of thing. So like I reinstalled PUBG and I played PUBG mm. for the first time in like two years. And actually, my son downloaded because it, it's free to play now. So he's like, he watched me play. He's like, I want to try this because he likes he likes BRs and stuff. Um, but then, like, you know, I'll try something new. Like, I tried Star Citizen. Star Citizen was free this. I think I think it's still free actually this week. Um, and it's something that I've been looking at because it's it looks beautiful. Like, I don't even watch any Star Citizen gameplay, but it is absolutely incredible. Um, it's just this open world sandbox, and it has a lot of space combat, a lot of flying, which I don't really want to do. I don't really care about it. I'm more of an FPS guy. And so I played that and I liked it, but it just, I need more down that path. Like it's so, mm -hmm. it's, it, it's so vast and so big. I need more focus on the FPS side. And so, you know, the running joke is that the game will never actually come out. Yeah, it's never, it's, just, it's never, it's not going to. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll check back in in a year and see where the FPS is. Cause I, I guess they just implemented like the, a loot system and it's still kind of janky. Like I, I did a mission, I killed a bunch of marauders or uh, mercenaries. And then I tried to loot and like, I can only carry two guns. And yeah, chat's like, oh yeah, it's not like Tarkov. You can't put, their, you can't put their guns in your backpack. I'm like, what the shit? <laughs> like I, I kill all these guys. I couldn't loot anything. So I was like, all right, this isn't for me. 
I got, I got two for you, Clintus. I got two. Okay. Do you, <clears throat> since you like tactical shooters, have you played Insurgency Sandstorm yes. yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phenomenal. Dude, I have been um, grinding World War Three. Have you seen that one yet? I've heard it, but I've not seen it. I've not played it. I've heard. If you're a fan of Battlefield 4, 3, you will like World War 3. Okay. Granted, right now it's paid beta. I think it's $15 right now. Okay. It's supposedly going free to play, although it's uh, unannounced as to when that's occurring. Um, I bought the game back in, I think it originally launched 2018. Okay. I, I bought it. It, I bounced right off and I didn't like it. Came back to it. The customization is insane in this game. There is so much you can do. So on top of just breaking your gun apart, like sort of similar to what um, Battlefield 2042 did, where you can have like a backpack full of gear. You mm -hmm. can do that in this game too. You have a backpack full of gear. And mid-game, you can inspect your weapon and and change whatever's yep mm -hmm. so on top of your in-game customization you have your out of game your lobby customization that you you know progress on your weapons and you unlock a bunch of stuff so you could change all that and then on top of that they have probably two times more customizations in the personal tab of just what you want it to look like you don't like this stock say you don't like the magpul stock they got a b5 system stock you could just change everything it is incredible cannot wait for the full launch so i know you and i briefly talked about it um i think the week that kevin wasn't here but uh with you hearing you say that i think you would love tarkov because tarkov has the same same system same system yeah same I'm, system the, the biggest once i get into it I'll, I'll probably never find my way out yeah well the biggest thing with tarkov is it's not an open world yet like that's their goal is to get to a point where all the maps connect to each other and obviously we don't know that system yet like is it going to be like you, you like a loading screen loading to the next map or is it literally a seamless walking from map to map because the maps if you look at the map the map the, the when you're on one map you look over here like oh yeah that's reserve and that's that's shoreline like you can see the maps from each other right but they're there's they're session based right you load into the raid everyone starts fresh at the same time and there's a timer that runs on the raid like it's 40 minutes you have 40 minutes to do whatever you want and get out or your character dies you lose all your shit um and so like a lot of these other games are like these massive maps, but they're, you can stay them in for, you know, forever. You can stay them in, you know, or you, when you load in, you go to your base, kind of like Rust, where it's like, you know, you have a base, but it's, you're always on the map. Mm. That's what, that's one thing Tarkov's a little different. It's like you load into the, to this raid, run the raid, and then get out back out. to your stash, back to your character, re reload, remed, swap out your gear, whatever you want. Jump back in. Yep. Jump back in. Exactly. That's a good game loop. It is. It really is. And we're, so speaking of which, um that's the kind of what i would say we wanted to get into is uh, talking about new games i'm really excited about this new game called the cycle frontier it's a sci-fi like tarkov light um very similar aspect where you load into a map the map though is it's not like every time you load into a raid like tarkov it resets like it's a fresh raid the map is persistent for like i think it's like six hours or something like that like there is a reset on on the map like you'll actually have to leave the map at some point it'll tell you to get out but um you load it each time it's a different server different raid and um same concept you you do a loadout from a base you go down you loot shoot there's pve there's pvp and then you have to extract and you have to get out with whatever loot you found 
and there's three factions and yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they just announced that the pre-release is on June 8th. So like the day before I leave for, for GCX, so I get one day to play it. And the, uh, the guy that runs BSG, the guy, the company that does uh, Tarkov, they're, they just announced they're doing a Tarkov TV next week, which is usually when they show off all the new shit for the next patch, wow. which means a wipe is coming, which we've all anticipated in the next couple of weeks. So I'm like, it's like my worst nightmare. I was hoping that like the cycle would come out. I have a couple of weeks to play, get really into it. And then Tarkov does a wipe. I can jump over there, run that for a few weeks. It seems like it's all going to happen right around GCX. I'm like, ah! Oh, no. That always happens. Yes. Yes. Did you I see mean, Modern Warfare for the launch? 2? What's that? Modern Warfare 2 is implementing a Tarkov light. Yes. Yes. I'm well, and, and as much as I'm excited to see it and see what happens, like obviously Battlefield tried that. They did their weird thing and it flopped no one likes battlefield flopped on a as a whole they just canceled it Did you see that canceled what battlefield 2042 just canceled their their not a br but a br survival mode oh wow oh. just cut it off they, they just announced they're they're not supporting it they're you know they said we raise our hand we acknowledge that it didn't hit didn't land and we're reallocating resources from that to the core game so that we can focus and make the core game better. Um, I, you can never fault a development. Never. You don't ever want to fault or discourage, um, like trying something new. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I, I looked at that. I'm like, you get, but uh, what they focus so much on. It's not a BR, but it kind of was. And it was a little bit of division survival mixed in, but it's not mm. a BR. They focus so much on that. And it's like, that's twice now that it flopped. Yeah, I, I almost think they, want that, they didn't want that label. They were afraid they to like, have a label, label of BR because exactly. even when Halo was announced and they were like, you know, uh, you know, some people had mixed feelings about the Halo, uh, Halo BR. They're like, oh, no, 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 we don't need a Halo BR. Like, you know, don't ruin it. It's the long, long, long thing where everyone's like, oh, we should have a Destiny BR. And then half the community is like, no, we should not have a Destiny BR. That'd be horrible. Mm -hmm. Like, I think BR has just a stigma to it. A lot of people don't that, like it. Well, it does now. It absolutely does. You're right. There was that chase. Everyone copy, copy, copy because it was so successful. Now mm -hmm. it's backfiring. Everyone's tired of it. And now we'll say, no, it's not a BR. It's not a BR. It's not a BR. We're backpedaling. I wouldn't say everyone's tired of it as much as it just settled into its place in the gaming world where... But everyone's yeah. tired of the add-on. Every 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 oh, shooter yeah. came with the tacked-on BR mode. But that's why Fortnite tired of these resources the lacking because it's it's that's they just make varied modes based on that concept. They don't really. I don't even think they concentrate on save the world anymore. Um, oh. They just make various ways to play the BR system and then the custom stuff. So that's all they focus on. Um, just like Call of Duty has a Warzone team now that only works on Warzone. So again, as long which as you yeah, which is smart. Like if you're going to do that, it needs to be separate. It needs to be a standalone, which is what's so irritating about original Modern Warfare is they tied Warzone into Modern Warfare. Yeah. And they 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 made that and the game connected, which was stupid. It should have never been that way. You should have had the game and Warzone set like that should have been its two different entities altogether and There's, allowed that to be its own thing and then allowed resources where they belong. Yeah. And, and they, they said the reason why they did that was for it was a marketing thing, right? So you had the whole game installed, whether you bought it or not. You're like, oh, I'm just mm -hmm. playing the free Warzone. 
and you're like, okay, how, how'd you get that gun? Oh, that's a modern warfare gun. So you have to level it, you have to get it, unlock it and use it in modern warfare yeah. to, you know, whatever, to level it up or uh, to use it. And so it's like, or your friends, you're playing BR with your friends, your friends are like, oh, we're gonna go play multiplayer. And you're like, you're the one left out. You're like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'll buy it. You, you click the buy button and it just unlocks the door. And now you can play. There's no download. Right. There's nothing like it's there. Mm. They admitted that like, that's, that's what the play was there is it was, it was a marketing ploy. Like they make it all one package. And yeah. I think they announced that the model for or, um, Warzone 2 will be a standalone launcher it, it player. Needs to be, and all, who wants to download a 200 gigabyte title? Yeah. Like, nobody wants that on their hard drive. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants that. Give mm-hmm. me the option. Stupid. Yeah. I, you know, as someone who has recently started playing more BRs, I think the model is what Fortnite set forth. It's free. If you want extra stuff, you're going to buy a battle pass or you're going to pay for it individually. Mm-hmm. And that's the end of it. That's, you know, that's the profitable model. Um, as long as there's that entry point, you'll always make money in the same manner that Clintus just described. Um, and Fortnite's big enough and COD's big enough where they have enough people playing that as long as that happens every so often with X amount of people. And even me, I used to be the biggest anti-skin, you know, that's a waste of money. And then here I am the other day, I'm playing Fortnite. I'm like level 15. I'm not unlocking anything because I didn't buy the battle pass. Then I'm like, I'm playing enough now. I'm invested. And then I hit the button. And then all of a sudden it was like, bing, 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 bing. Here's all the shit that you earned that we were keeping behind the battle pass. And here's the paywall. Oh, you did the Prowler quest. Here's the first Prowler skin, you know, stuff like that. And I'm like, here I am. I am the mobile mobile game model, right? You download the mobile game. It's free. And you're playing the game and then you're like you know you're either time gated or there's a shiny thing and you're like that's eh, only 99 cents and then you do 99 cents a week and then it starts becoming a day so you start i have justifying three... it well i spent 20 bucks last month what's spending 20 bucks this month <laughs> yeah. i have three mobile games that i play there is uh you're gonna laugh the first one is frozen freefall which is basically candy crush but it's frozen but i've been playing it for years now that I just I'm not stopping and this is like past the time I'm not like financially or emotionally invested in these games don't you have a steam deck Kevin no it's not here I, I don't get it October November yeah, we, um, we had we ordered like three for the company like between different people and we're all still waiting so it's fine Damn. I have another one called call of Antia I think it's called yeah call of Antia and then the other one is puzzle breakers so when they time gate me on one Clintus, I just hop to the next one <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I'm like, screw you. I'll just go play a different. And they're all those like Candy Crush style matching uh-huh. games. But uh-huh. Puzzle Breakers and Call of Antia has that like collect these characters. They each have different spells. And, then, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like that. But it's like a battle. And then Frozen Free Fall is just like literally Candy Crush. Um, <clears> that's it. Those are the only things I play on my phone. And if you time gate me like, cool, I'm on to the next thing. I, I, I can't see myself ever being a mobile gamer. It's just I can't either. So yeah. out of curiosity, um, do you think the free-to-play mobile, you know, cur- for all intents and purposes, because I don't know if everybody knows this, like the free-to-play model is really a kind of a, an Eastern concept from when it really started because the East loves to like fast track with money because mm-hmm. their entire concept is I worked my ass off at this job. Now I get to spend the money on the things I enjoy. So the gotcha model is really just kind of a Europe, like a, a an Eastern model that like the entire uh, thesis of that side of the world's like gaming experiences 
and that's why it works so well over there. I'm just wondering if that's going to finally translate over here, and we're just going to kind of see the renaissance of, like, everything is free to play, but if you want to buy stuff, buy stuff, because that's how we spend our time. No, because there's too many. The way investment works uh, into game companies and stakeholders and stuff, there's too much risk on a free-to-play. Fortnite was an accident. It is literally an It was accident. a happy accident, for sure. Yeah, it was literally an accident that, that happened. I think the concept that you're describing in the East with the free-to-play um it's not going to work over here because we have the subscription model because yep. we have subscriptions over here free to play it that concept i think is going to be lower tier to the to the subs to the subscription model side and the sub model has its own drawbacks you know but i i don't think free to play is going to take because stuff like game pass is so successful and, you, and yeah and you see them doing pay to play and then putting the the uh you know the extra monetization in yep and why would they get money but you are seeing regulation come in like we talked about i think on a really old episode old-fashioned where ea got their hands slapped over fifa and madden cards and now they have to preview like this pack could contain or this pack will contain Mm -hmm. which is great for someone like me because i don't i don't put money into that stuff but i have friends who put thousands of dollars every season into those um to try and like build the ultimate team which is funny because like six months into the cycle they just start giving away like i just got a three tom brady and madden the other day (laughs) because i get i think the intent was originally to give it away because he was retired and then when he came back uh it was like celebrating tom brady's legacy in madden here's the 93 for everybody but it's just funny because I think it was the intent was like, yeah, he's retiring. So here's this, you know, legacy Tom Brady card. Anyway, I got it, but I also got like four other 96 to 91 cards. So, and I've, I've not spent a dime other than buying the game. That's the only thing I've spent money on. Um, right. And my team went from, I think it was an 84 team, which is low uh, if you're not competitive or paying. And now I'm a, I have an 89 team. So <laughs> it's, you can still enjoy it. There's plenty of free ways to have fun. And I think the free model uh, does work in certain instances to answer your question, Paul. But I don't think it will ever be the dominant way that the industry will market games. Because you have a game like God of War, the, the amount of manpower it takes, there's no extraneous monetization options besides maybe some skins and some things like that. Um, that you have to pay for that experience. You have to pay for that game. You have to pay. And the customers, the customer of that product has shown time and time again that they are willing to pay and pay a little bit more for that title. Yeah. I mean, you look at the sales of Elden Ring, you look at the sales of God of War, you look at the sales Elden of Spider-Man. Rings. Sales are the nuts. Games like that that stand and they're just the story, despite the fact that these publishers have said that single player doesn't sell anymore. It does. It does. They don't want it to sell like it does but EA it does. said that and then jedi fallen order was one of the highest selling Ex- video games of all time exactly. like literally months after the president it's, of ea said that the customers want, want that there is a there is a base for that and they're willing to spend money and they're willing to spend a little bit more money it's just an it's just a one and done that was literally a bullshit excuse for them to justify adding microtransactions to tons of different games correct say like oh single player said meanwhile if you look you know, in the top 20 and the top 10, obviously there's Minecraft and Fortnite and all those games and no one's dethroning them. But Mm-mm. in the middle of the pack of that top tier, mostly single player games. Yep. Yeah, yeah I and think that- I think the model, I think that Eastern model, the, the free to play, 
it'll have its it'll have its niche it'll be the brs and the the multiplayer where low barrier of entry you can just play the mm-hmm. game i mean literally just i mean we just call it the fortnite model at this point like get in the game play it it's fun to either you you know play around for a couple of hours try it out no no big deal but if you get hooked on it and they continue to update it you know with the with the battle pass i mean they were the, the first ones did you like that battle pass right the season pass model and now virtually every game that has some kind of live you know breathing platform you know destiny like anything that has like this like 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 a, a you know mmo-esque style of game where you can log in and play other people and seasons they have they've created that seasonal model you know call of duty did it now PUBG, even like the original the you know the the og uh br that was not free to play now has free to play and has a battle pass and loot boxes and skins and all that stuff like you know they've gone the full they've got grabbed it all i think that model the cycle the game i was just talking about a second ago yeah. the cycle is free to play and it has a battle pass and has a shop to buy skins like that's the model they're going to go with because it's this multiplayer you know mmo style kind of game and then you have games like avengers where you bought the base game and then they say we're not going to charge you for any update or any dlc but they charge you for skins and for celebrations mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. I'm okay with that model too, because it's like I invested in the game and if I want to keep playing it, then I'll keep investing in the game. That's how I see a lot of these models is I'm investing in the game because I want it to keep going and succeed because I'm enjoying my time in it. And if I stop playing it, I'll stop investing in it. That's that's what we did with, with our MMOs, man. I mean, we, we, we play yeah, sub sub model MMOs, same deal. Yeah. And now MMOs have gone to the, the you know, they all have a free-to-play entry point. Some mm-hmm. have it where it's like baseline, you can get yeah. to level 20, and then they want you to pay. Some have it's like, yeah, you can play the whole, like, vanilla version of the game, and then you have to start paying. Lord of the Rings Online last month or two months ago were just made every expansion except for, I think, the last two or three free. So you can wow. literally level up to, like, level 90 now at no cost. And they give away what's called Lotro points, which is their store currency as you quest. So you're actually getting in-game currency on top of all of that to buy stuff you're, in the store and whatnot. You're passively gaining premium currency in the free-to-play model. Wow. Yep. That's interesting. I think you get more if you're subbed. Can you buy a sub with the in-game currency? I believe you can, yes. Oh, wow. Okay, so time played can be reinvested into your sub. It's, yeah, it's just like WoW tokens. Wow, yeah. Where people, I don't know if you know how that works, Clintus, but they sell a, a token. So someone can buy a token off the store, mm-hmm. and the token is a one-month sub. They can put it on the auction house. This was to get rid of gold farmers um, right. who were selling gold. Um, uh, they put it on the auction house. Somebody buys it for whatever the price is on the auction house, which varies server to server, to be honest, because each server is its own economy. And then that person that bought it gets a month, can cash it in for a month of subscription time. Okay. So someone else benefited because they got 15,000 gold and the other person benefited because they paid 15,000 gold and they don't have to pay for their subscription that month. Which I I think that's genius. Yeah. You're catering to both sides of your your player base on that. Um, I also think too, if you look at trends, like remember when Minecraft rose to power and then everyone's like this is it games are going to be like this like this is going to be the most red roblox and trove and all these games came out like four mm-hmm. years later and it was too late and then it was destiny every game's going to be a looter shooter like borderlands and destiny are going to rule mm-hmm. everything and it, i mean the three of us were bought into that mindset at one point let's be honest um and 
all of a sudden the looter shooters came out and it were like well this is not what no this is not the future and then it was uh-huh. brs uh-huh. chasing the trend constantly chasing right. the trend and the trend, the trend, it, it has a crest. It peaks and it comes back down. That doesn't mean the game is no longer successful. And that's where people like dead game. And I'm like, no, they're not dead games. There's still millions and hundreds of thousands of people playing these games. Exactly. Um, and they're wildly successful. Destiny 2 is still a wildly successful game. I don't play it anymore. Mike doesn't play it anymore. But that doesn't mean it's not popular and people are not playing it. Fortnite, same thing. Doesn't mean it's not popular. Wow, same thing. Because even before Minecraft, it was MMOs. Correct. Every game was going to be an MMO. Every IP needed to be an MMO. Warhammer, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, they all Mm -hmm. needed to be MMOs. And then all of a sudden, but here we are, Low Chargers celebrated 15 years. And their average player base, I think, is anywhere from 300 to 600,000 players at any given time. And you say that number to people and they go, that's not a lot. I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Idiot. Um, I'm like, go check how many people are playing. Destiny? Yeah, go go check how many people are playing New World right now. If you don't think that's a oh lot. god. <laughs> well, and okay, that's a good point because that's something that we were just talking about this the other day. Like someone asked about New World and if I had gone back and tried the new, uh, you know, the new dungeon and everything they added mm-hmm. recently. And I was like, nah, you know, I, I I ran its course. I played the shit. I mean, I played it longer than most. I mean, I played it pretty much till the wipe in the wipe of Tarkov in December. So I played it from launch to through December, and then I think since new year's i put in i had two streams in like 15 hours or something and that's it that's all i played this year right and uh and someone goes yeah that died that game kind of died fast and i said didn't really die fast i said the hype wore off because the big mmo guys it wasn't the mmo they were looking for like they thought this was the next big mmo from amazon and this and that first of all it was a very different mmo right and that was the number one right off the rip like this is not like a normal mmo for someone like me who had never really played mmos I loved it. There was only three abilities. There wasn't like a whole fucking menu on the sidebar and at the bottom, like, you know, 15 different keys to hit. There was three abilities. You could easily swap between classes by just switching your weapon out. Um, you know, and honestly, the most satisfying piece of that was the, the uh, gathering. Like fucking hitting trees and rocks was so satisfying in that game. Like still to this day, it has the best, fi- like, think the sound effects and the, and the, the audio the, in that game. Yeah, the audio was amazing. But the PvP flopped. So you had a lot of guys that came, went into that game going, I want to PvP, and, and the wars were so laggy and so buggy. You were losing wars because of lag, which then you would lose your territory and be mm-hmm. fucked for, you know. And then you had the, the ones that was like, yeah. yeah, well, as soon as you lost the war, as soon as you went to war and you did big battle and you and you won, the next day you're at war again. Like someone declared mm-hmm. war again, and you're like, well, shit. And then it was just, and so. They built the game around PvP, too, so that is what the problem was was the end game was that you were going to pvp and fight these wars so once that right. was broken you lose mmo mm-hmm. players they, they go back to what they were doing before because i remember playing and and like there was a point where uh our buddy rob he'll he'll get interested in a game and then like he'll talk about it like it's the damn gospel um and i remember i had lost interest in new world at that point because i was like there's no pve if you do pve only it is the most repetitive just mm-hmm. it felt like a mobile game that's what it felt like mm-hmm. um i'm here doing chores and that's not how i want to feel in my free time because i do chores all day <laughs> um so i remember him saying like well you know there's potential here and i was like no because you know what it is to me it's just eso except it sucks that was my that was my philosophy like it, 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 it looked like a worse ESO. Like it looked like yeah. if you're going to play this game, you are better off playing ESO because the way you just it's, described it's better. With, with the limited abilities and stuff. ESO, 
the way mm -hmm. you go around ESO has the best crafting of any MMO out there. No one make no one has a better crafting system. It is just the best. And it's the only game that I am heavily invested in crafting too. Like I when I play that game, I do all my crafting dailies. It's the only one. Wow, I'm like I get to like level 30, I'm like, well, I should probably go back and pick some more of those herbs in that area that I well, I'm too far gone. I'll go back when I'm 60 and then I never go back. Um so it's that was the problem with new world they built the game around something and then they were like oh well we're gonna do pve stuff and i'm like well all of your systems are built to support pvp so that means yeah. you're gonna shoehorn pve end game into this yeah. because it's not working out the way you wanted which means it's gonna suck so i mean right first of all it was an amazon game which i mean <laughs> their track record yeah. their track record is horrendous to the point where they just it, it it's an amazon game so that's the first mm -hmm. thing second they had no, there was no identity to the game. They continually changed where, what the game was going to focus on. And MMO PVP, I understand it's popular and I don't, I don't discredit that, but it is a niche population within the MMO community that is heavily, heavily invested in the PVP. And they're creating an entire game around this percentage of players that is not the you know the majority of players in the mmo community so all right and they they started a shift to try to get more people in and <clears throat> i don't know if you want to call it like a like a a cultural divide or i don't know how the best way to describe it but as soon as amazon announced this game simultaneously amazon being the owner of twitch as soon as it was a PvP title, I'm out. I'm out. I want fuck all to do with streamer ran servers PvP related. No fucking. How is that fun? You have monster streamers with monster fortresses, and there's no there's no competitive there's no competition for that. You're just why would I want to join a server and subject myself to that gameplay? It's just. There's no way. And then, you know, Amazon's going to monetize it through Twitch. It's just to me, it was a big clusterfuck of conflict of interest that I was like, I'm out. The, yeah. Did you did you hear? And I don't know if this is true, but I had heard that the intent of the game wasn't to be an MMO. Originally, it was to be a survival game. I could see that. Oh, like really? Icarus and like uh, so you know, big boy Valheim. I, I guess I, I remember I, someone I know played it at like e3 when it was first in like mm. alpha pre-alpha and they said it was very survival based and then i had read another thing somewhere along the way that said like yeah the original tent was to make a multiplayer survival game not an mmo and somehow through development it turned into like a survival mmo um so mm. i don't know if that's true but clintus you'd probably be the best one to like even say if you feel like that might have been the intent just from playing it um yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it didn't really. I mean, it, like I said, the gathering part was fantastic. That like the the gathering rocks and and um, the ore. Isn't that interesting? And, That's the best part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was my favorite. Like the the, the skills. I, mean, I got I got. I'm a sucker for skills. Uh, mm -hmm. New World made me realize what I love about certain video games, and it's that player progression. Seeing all the the circles get filled and the ding mm -hmm. of leveling up, and then when you level up, you unlock something else, right? You either, either unlock something or you get better at something like I realize that's what I love about Tarkov because it has all the little skills that you can, you know, you're not even mid maxing because you just you just play the game and you you're leveling up as you progress. Mm -hmm. 
Icarus has that. that that's what I love about Icarus specifically. Like I know a lot of people don't like Icarus because it's a session base. It's not open world where you build a base and you live in it forever. You go down, you build your base just to finish the mission. And then when you reset the mission, but you, like you're gathering XP to gather skills. And yeah, so I guess, I mean, I can see maybe the, the, the framework there in New World, then they obviously stopped at some point because, you know, you you do make meals. There's, there's, there's gathering the materials, the herbs and the meats and everything to make these meals. And then you eat the meals and that gives you like a stat boost, right? You eat this, you know, chicken pot pie gives you a plus seven to your constitution and, you know, intelligence or something like that. So for going to war, everyone's like, drink these potions, eat these meats, you know, and then you're ready for war because you've got these boosted stats and stuff. So I can, I can see that like the core is there and then they like switch midway maybe. But, you know, we talk about New World and, you know, the dying. And I always like to pull up Steam stats, uh, Steam charts, just to see who's, like, the, what the player base is. And it's yeah. still, it still hovers around 20K players, which when you look at other games around that size, like No Man's Sky is around 20, 25, right? Depending on, like, they, they know they just announced a big update, so I don't know what it is normally. But, like, in the last 24 hours, it's, like, 21,000, right? Rocket no Man's League. Sky also has console, though. So does Rocket True, League. true. And that's the thing. I always, say, I always bring up Final Fantasy, because Final Fantasy usually sits right around no, New World, or um yeah new world and everyone's like well there's also consoles i'm like i understand that but there's still pc players yeah final fantasy a final a final fantasy only steam download good players yeah. if you download the native launcher it's not going to register those correct so yeah you have two clients on pc yep. one of which is not counted on steam plus plus P, uh playstation well and new world also does too they have their amazon launcher right I, again i don't know how many oh, people yeah. actually use that thing but there is that thing i, I don't know I, just, I always like to use it as just a, as a a barometer like oh yeah well it's, it's the same as this you know valheim's got eighteen thousand players black desert online you know sixteen thousand players like valheim's it's... gonna be low because of v rising right now though yep yep which i heard was amazing if you're into like survival i was gonna ask clint to set what he thinks of it Re i heard I, it was the, really good the game mechanics and the game itself sounds amazing i cannot get over the isometric oh camera. we did talk about this last oh, see, week i love yeah. that i love that yeah, that's not my jam. Like, 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 New World was 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 weird for me. That third person, you could zoom in or you could zoom out. Like, I always want to be zoomed in because I'm like, oh, my characters are like badass. But then I couldn't see anything, so I always had to zoom out. So I'm always like, you know, way up here, fucking looking down. I'm like, eh, it, yeah, it breaks I, the immersion for me. That. You know, well, it's did like you, MMO. Did you it, it jump goes... back into the division? I haven't played division in oh a long, long time. Oh my god, god dude, dude, what's new? It what's, is what's... way more complex than I remember it. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they did a lot. They changed a lot since I played. They've got a new game they're they're working on right now. Um, what's I'm sure it's been announced, right? The name you guys want to talk about? I jump back it, into Division Two, man, and I am Heartland. Loving no, it. I think it's an arena esque shooter. Oh, I thought you meant a new Division game because there is Division Heartland. That's going to be the free to play Division. Dude. Ubisoft, I, maybe it's not Division then. Maybe it's just Ubisoft. Ubisoft's doing that like Ubisoft multiverse shooter uh, that everyone here, Ubi. shit on here. when they revealed Listen, it. Listen, multiverses is great though if you want to talk about that because multiverses is getting seriously good reviews from people okay. that have been got early access. I Google it so I know it's. I, I can. I, I, I don't know if I was like not allowed to say it. X Defiant. I'm talking about X Defiant. Mm -hmm. Is that the one with all the Tom Clancy's X Defiant? Yeah, that's the one that everyone shit on. Is it okay? Okay. Yeah, because it's like Ghost Recon. Uh, everyone was mad that that there's uh, Splinter Cell people in it. And <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Splinter yeah. Cell game. Kev, you you remember being back in um, Division One? You try to get like a piece, like a set piece, right? Or like a, a oh, gear yeah. piece. 
right? And it was difficult. You're running the same fucking shit over and over. Man, they introduced a new game mode called Countdown. You have a set time frame to hit these landmarks and do these objectives. I didn't know this, but they're, they actually have a targeted loot system now. So before you boot up the game mode or your session, you can hit a button. It's H. Uh, and you, it, it says targeted loot and it brings up a menu. And in that menu, you can say, yeah, I, I want to target shotguns. I want to target ARs. I want to target this gear set, heartbreaker gear set. You click it and then you go into matchmaking and it rains loot on you like you would not believe. And it's all that gear set or it's all shotguns. For the, oh, a, shit. A large majority of it. So it makes grinding your sets that much more efficient it's incredible yeah. so now when we go into pvp you're not you know as far behind as you originally once were right it makes catch-up a lot easier i was gonna say that makes sense from a, a catch-up mechanic status and also there's yep. just so many stats that you have to worry about in division exactly that you need something like that because it was because they still have the recalibration station. You still need to build up your recal library you still need to build up your your stats library so that you can you know mix and match and re-optimize and and then they added different leveling systems now so you have proficiency levels and efficiency levels it's awesome like i'm like i'm all in i'm all in recalibration was great when it came my problem is always this is that these items had such low drop rates to begin with and then you had to hope that the item would drop with the stats that you needed it on and if you were going to recalibrate you could only do the one stat so it was like it had to at least have three of the four, whatever you were aiming for, depending on the gear piece Not anymore. That was always my gripe. It was just so damn hard to like build a set, but now, I know they're, they're trying to stretch it out for the min max thing. But now like say, say your knee pads are garbage, right? Okay. So you just pick the set that you want. You set, set it for that set. You run it. So you get your knee pads. Okay, cool. Then you reset your targeted loot to just knee pads in general, right? It rains knee pads on you and you're like, Oh, okay. Um, ooh, that, ooh, this has got that, my maxed yeah. out stat. I'm going to pull yeah. that stat from that one. I'm going to pull that stat from that one. And you store it in your library. Meanwhile, all the leftover stuff that you have, right? You can dump that into a separate system for your proficiency and you gain proficiency levels in gears, which make those gear, that gear more well, efficient for you. So you do more damage. It has more armor as you become proficient because you can level it up on top of already everything else it's incredible the multipliers Interesting. are awesome damn it all right that's see that stuff sounds amazing and exactly what i love in You're downloading <laughs> it now aren't you well so my thing is my you thing are, is I always, i've always said this it's third person right and i yep. oh, i just i prefer first person that's my that's my camera shot of choice even per games that go first person third person I try to play in first and I'm like as long as it's like 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 Icarus, you can go first person or third person, and first person feels good. Like I feel like you know, using a bow and arrow, I'm using a rifle, like it feels good to be in first person. Third person actually kind of feels wonky sometimes. Like GTA by nature is third person, but you can go first person. It just never felt good. Mm-hmm. So like the division, and I understand too, like Warframe, you can't play that game in first person. Like you it just doesn't work. Like the mechanics of the duck and diving and rolling and taking cover, the the duck and cover system. It has to be third person warframe with the flying through the freaking you know the, the map it wouldn't, wouldn't work in you first person you fucking throw up yeah yeah exactly you, you throw i almost up. puked when it didn't do that so <laughs> so yeah that sounds amazing and i i definitely should maybe like look into it just to see what the like all because i love the the again the the the, the dials Dude, and the knobs and turning they the, did you know. there is so 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 much and 
I like games that I ha- that don't feel overwhelming, but almost archaic in the sense where they don't hold your hand. I mm-hmm. like that there's complexity and I have to figure the complexity out. And the game rewards you for figuring it out by boosting your power. That feels good to me, right? Absolutely. I learned something and I'm applying my knowledge. It feels it feels good. Um, on top of that, they they added stuff like the summit, so you climb floors, so you're you're defeating enemies. You go for one floor, two floor, three floor. You're constantly climbing. Another game mode. They implemented four v four PvP. The dark zone is still there, so you're running in the dark mm-hmm. zone. Are they going to attack me? Or are they not? Am I going rogue? That's still there. They have raids. They they did a lot to the game. A lot. I don't know. Right on. It's I just watched like, a clip of me and Rob extracting from Dark Zone in Division One, like really early on. Dude, I and, remember uh, it's it's us and four other, it's two other groups, and we're all like looking at each other by the helicopter, like don't do it. Let's all just get in the helicopter. Let's How play the school. How good was that, man? It was the best. It was, it the was best so good. You're sweating I remember... at that point because it's like one shot, and this is a disaster. Let's all just get in the helicopter and like everyone. If it anyone like, accidentally uh, pulls the trigger, is it, everything is was a so... true, true romance, Mike. Wait, keep it cool, honey bun. Keep it cool. Like, it was, uh... Uh, were you were you playing with us when the beta came out for for the division? Oh, we were in yeah. the do we, so we were in the dark zone. It was our group of four, and we were running through in the beta, and we happened to meet up with Ladman and Ladman's group of four. So it was literally it was half the server. That were we all mutually agreed that we were going to team up, and we just mowed over everybody in the server. It was incredible. And, remember Kaze? Me and Kaze used to uh, get groups together, and we would go. We would call it vagrant hunting, and we'd go find solo players in the dark zone. And just... <laughs> I love it. Was survival. So mean. Survival was my favorite. The survival look... was survival, survival needed was so more. That was my only yeah. issue with survival. It was good it, though. It felt unfinished. It, but I loved it. But it, I was hoping they'd make a, a Division Two version, and they never did. They never made one. We we had speculated about it, like do a hurricane or something mm-hmm. like that to to you know because it was supposed to be in summer. I think that was the difference. DC, but, yeah. yeah, Florida and DC. Yes, I still think for I still think they should do a division in Florida and and like utilize the theme parks as settings. They went thousand percent should. I wish think Division the Two was gangs. Yeah. Yeah, I wish Division Two wasn't right there. <laughs> yeah, you could do it like uh what's the what's the 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 moose from uh the vacation movies? <laughs> oh, there Wally you go. World. Wally World. There you go. Speaking of dystopian futures, what do you guys think of Love, Death, and Robots? Season <gasps> volume three. Uh, I really like oh, this season. Oh face. Um, you know, quick rundown of the episodes. I'm taking this from Collider. They did an, a ranking. I completely disagree with their ranking. What, what, what was your favorite episode, real quick? It is a toss-up between Jabaro and um, Night of the Mini Dead. Clintus? J- uh, Jabaro was definitely the most, like, like aesthetically. Like, it was chaos crazy, but I love that aesthetic. Um, but... Uh, oh, man. The, I, liked, I, the, I liked the military one. I, I liked the, the one with the, the alien that, like, in the cave. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that one, dude. Night, talk about Night that of the Mini Dead was my favorite. Yeah, that was a kill team kill. Is that what it was? no, no, no? That was the grizzly that bear was the one. Bear. Invaulted, invaulted halls and tombs. That's it. Yeah, invaulted halls. Okay. Yeah. Clintus and Mike, follow me here. Uh, they go uh, down uh, in the cave, right? They get through it, right? They end up in that <clears throat> weird throne room. Tomb. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Tell me that wasn't inspired by uh, Crota's end. Oh yeah, dude. Totally. It looked like Destiny. Ooh. It looked like a Destiny. Yeah. 
absolutely literally he looks like Crotus End. Ooh. You got the guys like doing the doing like the the you know yep. bow or whatever, like yep. the statues and shit. And it was a giant ass like stairs, like when they were like yep. like <laughs> Yeah, totally Crotus End. And the way they frame the shots with the lights coming out, Crotus End, 100 percent Um <laughs> Also, when I watched the end of that episode, when the, the Cthulhu thing is like, uh, let me, what did it say? Release me? Release, release me. me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then release glimpses me. into hell. I thought the best ending to that would have been framing it as that how, that's how COVID started. <laughs> 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 is have her go out and then spread the virus. <laughs> yeah, I, I like that. I like the realistic, like, animation aesthetic. It's something that yeah. I, when I was in college, uh, you guys remember the Final Fantasy movie that came out? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was like my mecca when I was in college because that's what I was went to college for was like 3D animation and stuff. So I like that style. Um, you know, every season we've had one, a couple of those. Uh, last season was the one with Michael B. Jordan, that 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 episode, that episode. And then the first season it was the one where the guy was in space and he meets his Greta, the, the blonde. And then then yeah, yeah you find out the, that he's like hell or something like the yeah. alien from a yeah Horizon. exactly yep. yeah uh, Horizon, they, yeah. They had the realistic one too, uh, with uh, speaking of Event Horizon, the Swarm episode. That was oh really yeah, yeah, Swarm was a good one too. Yeah, yeah, that See, was my, good. My thing with this, and and I, I think we talked about this last week, Kevin. About I watched that movie uh, Zone Four One Four on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Like I almost feel like it's a sci-fi thing, and when people write sci-fi, it's like the the story and the action, everything just kind of goes. There's no like peaks and valleys for the most part. It's mm-hmm. just like this constant go, and then it just ends. And I feel like a lot of these, I know they're shorts. I get that they're shorts, but I feel like it's just like, go, 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 go. And then it's over. And you're like, wait, what just happened? Right? Like, yeah. and, and, and you're left with so many questions. You're like, wait, how did that happen? Why is that way? What did this happen? What, you know, even like the, the last episode, uh, Jabaro, right? Like the way that one ends, you're like, what just happened? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like that's my only, I love sci-fi. I love sci-fi. It's my favorite genre. It's my favorite aesthetic, specifically cyberpunk. I love cyberpunk specifically, but like, I just feel like it always that's like a sci-fi thing where it's like this constant go and then that's it. Have a nice day. Jabara was interesting. Like you said, the animation, the aesthetic was off the charts. Amazing. Like that was art to me, like cinema. Mm-hmm, that wasn't mm-hmm. even like just a regular episode, but um, it was interesting because it had a message and it was definitely like that, you know, disturbing and destroying mother nature and mother nature retaliating type of, of message. Um, destroying it, something beautiful for greed. Yeah, and, and there wasn't a word spoken in the episode. And I, nope. I love if you can if you can pull that off and you can do it right and you can get us yep. talking about it in this manner, like you completely killed it. So it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm sure you, you picked up on that, but the same guy that did Jabaro is the one that did The Witness. Which one was The Witness? Oh, I love, oh yeah. Volume one where the, the girl like, looks in the window and she sees the guy kill a girl and he chases yes. her through the story and yes. then at the end it flips. Yeah, same same animation where it's like it's it's real, but they put like a filter, almost like I put a filter on it. You know, it's a live mm-hmm. action with a filter. Love that. I love that style. Like it was definitely that's one of my favorite ones. And there was barely any talking in that episode too. If same. I yeah, there was yeah. no talking. Yeah, yeah. Like the no, guy's that, like, that's... wait, wait. That's about it, right? And <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, yeah. The, it's 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 uh, that's someone that knows how to use sound effectively to create a mood and a place uh and, and, and yeah i appreciate that the very pulse of the machine that was like the psychedelic astronaut one yeah mm, yeah probably my least favorite and they Same. also did that other psychedelic one uh from i think it was season two where they're out in the desert with the salesman and the one guy gets naked and gets eaten by the uh the the whale the, yeah the yeah, shark, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shark yeah yeah yes yeah, so that was probably my least favorite one that was season one season. uh fish night it was called fish night yep. yeah yeah yep. 
Yeah. Uh, and then bad traveling in this one, which the giant crab in the ship. I love that episode, man. That was a wild episode. That was crazy. Yeah. I, the, I, way I, they, I, the way they set it up where they said it, it's like an, it's an alien planet. This is not Earth. Right. And this is like their norm. This is how they, you know, this is their history, if you will. Right. Um, I noticed the show loves to have beasts communicate through like cadavers. That was the dude. As soon as he started talking with like the dead body and he was just like jiggling its head to make the sounds. What the fuck? Did you catch when the captain said at the end, like every single one of his crew, they they drew the X. So they all wanted to sacrifice the village, the 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 innocent village to save themselves. Yep. And so I assume his plan the entire time was to one by one just be like, nope, you're sacrificed. You're sacrificed. You're yeah, he wasn't the villain, even though he was framed to be the villain. He was that framed was as the villain. Fun. It was so good, man. Yeah, so good. It was uh, it was a it was a mental trip through mob mentality. Uh, yeah, but how he right. like slowly picked them all apart until at mm-hmm. the end they all turned on him anyways, and he was still the victor. Swarm yeah. did the cadaver thing too at yep. the end. That at was end. creepy with the <laughs> whatever was, well, that was jabbed into her head. That was another commentary that was like a social commentary because it was talking because the plan was like we're gonna use these these insects these aliens to you know make a worker race and they're like no fuck you we're gonna use you to make a worker race how's that feel right um so yeah it was definitely that uh that that vibe I love that the three robots came back <laughs> right off the rip that was the first the, episode right off the rip the the, yeah. the jab at Elon yes <laughs> it was just so funny and the way they just i don't know what were you the, expecting like, elon musk when they realized at the end they're like this is this is the birth of our civilization which is where all the humans died Skin they bag. made robots and the real robots killed them back or you know, like he says the line like something like that ah yes I, I love, uh, they kept switching hats everywhere they went that yep. was my other favorite part Dude, as, soon, as soon as he entered the oil rig and he started talking about the the tech millionaires and they're like wait mm-hmm. They're trying to make sense of what the fuck a tech millionaire was. I love they were so they useless. Said, they were useless. What's the difference between a tech millionaire and a human? And they were like, you have like a, a you always wear a hoodie. And like, they just described it perfectly. Cr- crippling social anxiety. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Kill Team Kill was good. That was the one with the uh, honey badger. That was just that entertaining. Was, that I felt like that was the same animation as the Dracula one. I think from, you're right. Yeah. That one felt to me like Predator. Yes. Yeah. Also, the ending where the guy died and said, "Tell my wife, uh, I fucked your sister." I uh. fucked your sister. <laughs> Actually, team team kill, uh, kill team kill is the same director as um, last season, season volume two, the Pop Squad, and that was the one where the the detective had to go, like kill kill kids. Like, oh, that one was crazy. Different animation same style. Same guy. Same, it's Jennifer U. Nel- U girl, Nelson. I'm sorry, same person. Yeah. yeah, no worries, no worries. But but yeah, it's the same director, but totally different animation style. That one was more that's, like that's Nolan North in that episode too, the detective. Oh no shit! Yeah, yep, yeah. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah. That this one was fun. It felt like Predator, but with like this crazy. I don't want to say sci-fi twist because Predator. It was just pure entertainment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was just fun. It was a fun one, and it was yeah. ridiculous and over the top. Mason's Rats was genius. I love that. I love that. It was a great one. It was just so, it's just a simple concept of evolution and how, yeah, that at some point that could happen. 
and just and the rat was, looks at him and just nods like my man <laughs> well, no, the, one, the one on the stretcher goes <laughs> the best the best is when when he gets that final like you know the, the final killing machine and it just fucking is brutal and savage he throws it in the fucking air like, <laughs> the guy just like cigarette falls out of mouth he's like what the fuck good lord and then it throws the body in the head on the in pile the pile <laughs> I was like, this is so over it's the top. So then, good. I love this. Was I love this show. He's like, yeah, I need a check canceled or whatever it was. He was Irish or Scottish or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I need a check canceled. That was so good. Um, and then yeah, one of me and Mike's favorite Night of the Mini Dead was so. Perfect. I. That is <clears throat> that is my favorite, and I love the description: a night of unholy sex in a cemetery. That was so <laughs> silly. Oh, you see. <laughs> And then it goes green, and then zombies. He tried to face fuck the statue. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what caused the zombie apocalypse. You know that that Good. sounds pretty on brand to the the end of the world. Somebody opens up the black sarcophagus in Egypt, by, and uh, somebody decides to do something. I mean, Tried but that's the thing mummy. is we're, we're finding all these relics. <laughs> we're finding all these relics and sarcoph- sarcophagi. I don't know what the plural is there, and then. You know, they found that cave in China that was like underground and it's, there's a forest, it's a tropical yep. forest. Yep. So we find all this stuff. But now it's like we're at the point where it's like, you know what? Screw it. Just open the next one. Like, maybe it'll make things better. Just because <laughs> that last one didn't do us any favors. But, you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll see. But yeah, overall, I like this season a lot better than season two. It was a lot of it was more akin to stuff we saw in season one. Mm. Um, I I. I hope they keep going with this because I just I, I love the quick. I do too. Know. I am still disappointed that they're sticking with the shorter format. Season or volume one, significant longer list of episodes. Eighteen episodes. Two, yeah, volume two and three are are shorter. It's like Vogue, uh, Mike, where that's the best raid because they had the most time to work on it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I uh. uh what I would like to see too is like maybe, and again, not for all of them, but maybe some of them, um, fleshing it out into like a movie or something to longer content because you look at the they show have. like Star Wars Visions, yeah, where <clears throat> they're talking about making longer form content with some of them. The first episode of Star Wars Visions, uh, was a book, I read the book, mm. um, and the, the episode is the first two chapters, so some of them. I would love to learn more about these little universes and stuff that they've created yeah. and these ideas, but they could I, one, spinoffs would be great. Longer form yeah, based off of the episode in that universe, like it, like that animation style in that universe, obviously yep. the yep. almost all of these in these, most of these, the good ones, at least they're dead. They're all dead or one survivor, yeah. you know, like going back to like, even like season two volume two, um, the one snow in the desert where the guys like, immortal the guy with like the like albino frost hair he's like a um yes yeah, yeah, yeah mortal yeah. and then these bounty hunters try to kill him and this girl like intervenes and save and saves him and we find out that she's like a cyborg and so she also is immortal oh, and so yes. then they, they fall yes. in love like that'd be super dope it, yes. specifically with those because yes. they are immortal but even going back to like an origin story you know like yeah i think a lot of these universes could be fleshed out into a series or you know even a movie Really, one of the ones I thought would make a good long form, or maybe not long form, but more fleshed out, was the werewolf military one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, that one caught me, and I was like, man, they could like do more with this because it was just interesting that there was this other, almost secret world existing that was also at war. Mm-hmm. Um, 
killing their own kind for our world. I don't know. Territory. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. And I, I would like to learn more. So, you know, I pro- we probably won't see a season four for I would say at least a year and a half minimum. Probably, so unfortunately, um, but we'll put this man, one to, to bed on the show. But I, I overall this season I say like a seven or eight out of ten. I really yeah, it was great. It. Yeah, highly it recommend. Was so good, and it's like Twilight Zone or Black Mirror or something. If you want to jump into the show, just like pick a season. It doesn't matter where you start. You can just try it all mm-hmm. out. It's very gory though, so. Don't watch with your yeah. kids around or anything like that. There's only one, and they're not con- directly connected, so there's no, but the, the robot, the three robots, is the, literally the only, like, sequel, yeah. like, same character. you could watch them separate, back. and it wouldn't matter. Exactly. You wouldn't know. You wouldn't know the difference. Yeah. yeah. Not at all. Real quick, speaking um, of uh, shows and, and series, I, I, started, I started Stranger Things. I finished season one last night. What'd you I, think? I, fuck amazing the first episode hooked me like, right away <laughs> he's like, hooked. that's when you know it's good like uh, the first episode it's like okay it starts off with a freaking doctor running through a some creepy hall and something grabs him from the fucking you know right away that happens and then the girls got powers and then like again the 80s thing was like whatever once the show got into it and you hear the music and like yeah. you see the little little things you're like okay cool we're in that 80s vibe and whatever and even like the 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 dialogue right some of the words they say or the things they say you're like oh yeah okay it puts you into that world and i dug that but yeah, no, right away it got me. I watched three episodes one night, and then I I binge watched the last six or five last night. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna start season two tonight. Um, the new season starts is drops tomorrow, right? Tomorrow, yeah. Friday when this when this show ups. Now, it's, does that show drop all the whole season at once? Yeah, it's one of those. Okay, all right. The, the most I get out of Stranger Things anymore is I play the Demogorgon in Dead by Daylight. <laughs> I like Stranger <laughs> Things. I I I don't That's think it ever it. got bad. I understand why people dropped off. But I like it. They go to a mall in season three, Clintus, and that's your, the nostalgia bomb really smacks you in that ep- those episodes because you're like, it's an 80s mall. Oh, my mall God. Rats. Mall rats. <laughs> yeah, my, like... my kids, my, my son loves the show. In fact, he came downstairs and was watched. He watched the, they both watched the first three episodes of me. And then I went to bed and he went upstairs and finished the whole of season one that same <laughs> night. And then. The next, I'm in here streaming yesterday, and I'm hearing stuff. I'm hearing the music, and I open my door. I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "I'm watching season 2 I'm like, <laughs> "He got right back, get hooked back onto Jeez. it." Jeez, I need to wait so, for you. Yeah. So anyway, I, I'm, I'm I plan on just binging it. So hopefully, I can get into the newest season in ASAP because I know you know if that's something we might want to talk about or whatever. So, um, Paul, what do you got for news this week? See, this week, this week was uh really, really actually wholesome. Um, there's a couple, a couple fun ones. There. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome's not good. I lied. <laughs> so, uh, the first one is, uh, a new poll says that parents are most proud of their children's ability to show empathy and kindness. Uh, this comes out of the good news network. Um, I agree with that. Oh well, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that seems the research was actually like an official oh, study, okay, Mike. uh, commissioned as part of the launch of the inaugural Thomas and friends, international friendship day. Do, do, do. Which is really fun to me because, like, why an international friendship day? Anyway, the researchers I highlighted the importance of parents put on ensuring their children build great relationships at an early age because it teaches the children so many things. Um, so it's just kind of a, a fun little no shit fun little poll. I mean, yeah, that's like stating the bleeding obvious, to be honest. But I, I guess don't know. it needs to be said in 2022. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like when your kid Maybe is don't something... dump your kid into a Call of Duty lobby. <laughs> or make them watch Love, Death, and Robots. Um, or that. 
you know, when your kid does that thing that you're just like, oh, that's so wonderful. You're such a good person. Um, yeah, it does really trigger that, and you should be fostering it and rewarding it. And yeah, you, like, you would yeah, think as a parent, to be good, right? As a parent, it probably is a more proud moment when your kid stands by somebody getting picked on, or is the nice kid that maybe the kid that's not in like the cool group or whatever it is. Like, yeah, you're proud of your offspring for that, right? I would hope so. No, I, I mean, like, I, <laughs> it's the I would hope yeah. so statement right there. So, uh, yeah, n- number two. Indiana students have attempted the world record game of uh, Duck Duck Goose with over two thousand students uh, from Leave it three to Indiana fucking high Indiana. schools. Yep. So they attempted the Guinness That's World Record and uh, they succeeded apparently. So is, is that because that there's nothing take? else to do there? I have no idea, but it, uh, the game had to last at least sixteen minutes to conform with rules set by Guinness World Records. Um, but they're still awaiting official word. The previous record was set uh, in twenty eleven by. Uh, the Logan Rogersville School District in Missouri with uh, 2,135 people. Okay, uh, Missouri, Indiana. I see a trend. Yeah, there's a there's a nice little trend here. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's sorry, 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 sorry. I feel like a game of Duck Duck Goose with 2,000 people would take much longer than 16 minutes. Am I crazy? It would take five minutes just to fucking make it a quarter of the way around. Right. And are you even going to go all the way around? You'd be saying Duck Duck 2,000 times. By, like by the time you say Goose, you're exhausted. You can't even run. Yeah. How the hell are you gonna run? See, it's, it's like a great a question because I don't know if you have Tap to like out. make a whole lap though. Like, do you do you st- do you have to make a whole yeah, lap? Yeah, you gotta make a lap around the goose at any you want. Gotta sit in the empty seat. Right, but I'm saying, oh yeah, good lord. Yeah. He's talking about the last time you played Duck Duck Goose, bro. No, no, because no, I've I've had Duck Duck Goose where people decided to do the the thing where they push somebody out of the way. So I just don't know. <laughs> well, I just don't know what the rules are for the Guinness, the Guinness World Record book. I was gonna say the Guinness World Records is not gonna allow you to cheat and push people out of the way for Duck Duck Goose. So you're gonna yeah. have to do Goose and then do your lap. That's what Mike's talking yes. about. CDG so, in its truest form. Unfortunately, there are no pictures uh, of the attempt uh, on the on the, mm. the web page, but we know it was over two thousand two hundred people. Uh, do you remember you playing that? that? Do you remember playing that? And you're just waiting, and like your palms are sweaty, and you're like ready to jump up on your knees. You're like, all right. You, and you know the fast kid never goose. gets chosen. Oh no! If you're too fast, <laughs> they're not going to pick you. They always go for whoever they knew they could, you know, not get beat by. It's, Unless you're trying to impress a girl, and then you do pick the fast kid, you beat him. I mean, that's yeah. It depends on what what, you, what kind of challenge you're looking for. I was going to say yeah, it's exactly. more like the the bear in the wilderness challenge. You know, you just got to be faster than the guy next to you. So, okay, and the yeah, last piece here. It's, it's fear that gives men wings. Paul. <laughs> I thought it was Red Bull, Kevin. <laughs> no, it's fear. Go play Max Payne. So, uh, the final one is uh, actually a resurgent event. Uh, the pool noodle fight over the name of Josh uh, for the second year in a row has attracted hundreds of people. Um, I don't know if anybody else knows the story, but last year or the year before, uh, an event where a bunch of Joshes got together to fight over who was the actual true Josh. I think it happened just like after the, the uh, Area 51 event. Anyway, um, set out a tweet challenging anyone who shared his name to fight over it. Uh, so now it's an actual real event every single year where hundreds of Joshes actually get together and fight with pool noodles to see who wins. So it's, so it's a pool noodle Highlanders for Josh. Yes. How does one eliminate an individual in pool noodles? I don't. I, you know, I wish I knew that because I it, it doesn't really tell you. It just says that they all. Came I know this out. is not the right answer, Mike. But what I'm imagining is a like a American gladiators with like a thin platform. Mm, okay. And you okay. Just whack and try and knock 
other Josh's into the water. That's okay. what I'm imagining. I know it's completely wrong, but that's where I'm, my head is. There right I don't now. know why I'm envisioning like LARPers and just like, you don't have See? an arm and you don't have a leg. <laughs> Lightning bolt. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, to read a little bit of the article here, uh, several of the competitors this year donned costumes, including masks, animal suits, and football yep, helmets LARPing. before heading out Nailed to it. Poling Lake Park. Um, but that wasn't enough to apparently dethrone five-year-old Josh Vinson Jr., who defended his title as the number one Josh. Uh, the event raised... We're beating up children now over names? <laughs> the no, event... it's like picking Odd Job in Goldeneye. You, you have trouble hitting him. <laughs> he's down there, and he just cracks you in the knees and the balls and shit. Yeah, no. Good for him. Um, Little bastard. The event raised nearly $21,000 for the Children's Hospital and Medical Research hey, Center I didn't for know it was Omaha. A event. Yep. Nice. Uh, and the owners of the Josh Sellers Eating wine label. Kids for kids. The, the owners of the Josh Sellers wine label pledged to match that amount with a donation of their own to the hospital as well. What what did you do? Uh we we beat up some some kids with pool noodles to raise money for sick kids. For kids. So, <laughs> so what you're saying is at GCX we are going to have like a little ball pit and we're going to we're going to pit kids against kids, no, right? No. Oh, damn. No, there will be no ball pits at GCX. That sounds like a germ nightmare that I am not willing <laughs> to take is. on. That's how we survive McDonald's pool pits. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would agree with that. Did you see the, ever see the copy pasta about how there's there's a murder basement at the bottom of the McDonald's ball pit? No. I've never seen oh, that copy pasta. Google it. Google it. Okay. Yeah, it's not copy by the creepy pasta, not copy pasta. Uh, yeah, go Google it. It's great. Yeah, there's apparently a murder dungeon down there that like eats and kills children. Sick. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us for episode 34 of the Old Fashioned Podcast. You can check out Clintus everywhere at Clintus, Google Clintus, Twitch, YouTube, you name it. It's there. It was the other side, was the Clintus, other side by the way. Because yeah. <laughs> on the old fashioned. Oh, no, yeah, you're right. Ping, you're right. It's that, but on old fashioned. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I see it now. <laughs> uh, you can check out Mike at Old Fashioned Pod because that's the only place you can check out Mike. And that's, that's yeah. If you I mean, I mean it shows his name, but it's private. So don't go there. Yeah. yeah so yeah. just send him. A, you can send a DM to Old Fashioned Pod if you wanted to say something to Mike. Like what pre could request, request me and I could check you out and see if, you know, it's cool. If he likes you. <laughs> oh, God. Did, did you tell Mike about the story about the, the rocker guy, Kevin? Oh, yeah. No. Mr. From yesterday? Wait, no, Pete? different. Yesterday? Oh, yeah, no, Mike oh, okay, was in okay, that okay, conversation. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, we yeah. can't talk about that, Paul. No, I wasn't going to. Reasons. I was just wondering. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. You're trying to find Mike you. on the GCX floating him a crisp high five. Oh, I'm down I'm, for high fives. I'm not high fiving anyone this year. All elbows. That's a lie. I'll high five you, Clintus. But everyone else yeah. is elbows. <laughs> <laughs> this is the greatest excuse I've ever had to not touch people. Are you kidding me? My True. time has come. True. So excited. Um, but yeah, head over to gcxevent.com slash tickets. Come join us in Orlando in about two and a half weeks. Uh, make sure you're uh, ready for the next King's Coast Coffee cold brew drop at kingscoastcoffee.com. And I'm Kevin. You can talk to me at KevinXVision on Twitter, KMagic101 on Instagram, and raredrop.co for all of the things that I am working on. We hope you have a great week. We'll probably be talking some Star Wars next week after all the announcements for Celebration. Uh, no episode um, next week because oh, I'm running Marathon. Yeah, so we will see you. Let's see. we got a few weeks before we're going to see you because we're going to take a little break. So next week is no episode. The week after that is GCX. Um, Maybe the there's 23rd. A chance... At the latest. Yeah, I because we have to record Star Wars and Scotch that week, Paul. So I was going to say maybe we'll do it that week. Yeah, so maybe we'll it. come back that that week. I'll talk to Paul. Maybe we can do back to back or something. And then, um, yeah, we will 100% be back the week of the 20th. So you'll get your episode on the 24th. Have a great one. We'll talk to you soon. 
I almost said may the force be with you, which is what we say at the end of Star Wars. Gosh, but that's not this show. I'm going to do that in a little while. You all have a good one. I'll talk to you later. Later.